Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast. This is episode number 50. And in today's episode, we're going to go over the unsolved uh, death of uh, 23-year-old uh, Gregory Hard. It's an interesting story, but this because this also like the Roy Weber case. Uh, was uh, a death that occurred in uh, Providence, Rhode Island. You know, the funny thing is, and you know, these unsolved things. There's always a lot of um, conspiracy theories and allegations. Um. However, in the Weber case, when we do part two, because I, I've, I've interviewed a lot of people, a lot of new information has come up, uh, and this case as well, it always um, seems like there's a member of the, the police department, the local police department that's either directly or indirectly involved. Um, you know, and be that as it may, um, it's very unusual, you know, to have homicides where there, where there's a consistent, um, Consistent pointing of fingers of how law enforcement is um, investigating the case. Uh, in this case, um, Gregory had been at um, a bar, the Red Room Bar in Providence, and he had left the bar. He had gone with three friends. He had left himself without saying anything at about 1.30 a.m. Uh, the bar, the bar itself, uh, was owned by a, uh, a detective's wife, and the property surrounding the, uh, bar was owned by a detective. Uh, three days later, Hart's body was found, found about a mile away in the, uh, Waspatucket, uh, river, uh, which kind of borders the property. Now, the medical examiner in the case says that the injuries um, sustained or that were uh, found on uh, Gregory's body were the result of him falling into the water. The, the um, appearance of uh, Gregory Hard... Uh, don't believe this to be be the truth. Um, I haven't actually had an opportunity to look at the uh, actual uh, death certificate, and what I'll be doing is I'll be attempting to call call and get a hold of a uh, John Hart, his father, and get a copy of that. Um, you know, in a lot of these cases, you have to remember that these autopsy reports 
like in the April Ashaby case in Florida, or parents lived in Florida, uh, which happened out in the uh, southwest. Um, the determination of death is always listed as unconclusive. Well, I mean, nothing for nothing, but in the Ashby case, uh, it was a broken vertebrae, a two and a half inch laceration across your forehead, and so on and so forth. So it's always important to um, to look at the autopsy reports. And I have a an individual who's a friend of mine who uh, writes for a medical journal, and I him and I review these. Uh, review these autopsy reports looking for either a definite cause or discrepancies within the uh, autopsy report itself. Um, so in this case, basically what the police are stating uh, is that uh, after um, Hard left the, uh, the bar at 1.30 in the morning, he had walked <clears throat> a mile down a path and accidentally fell into the um, the river. Now I was watching a uh, a news clip of the location where his body was found, and one abnormal thing I found about it was the distance between the path and the the river. I mean, let's face it, if you're walking down a path and you want to take a leak, you know, you use a tree. You don't walk all the way down to the river. Um, is it possible that there were things going on in his life that uh, maybe he just decided, you know, you know, it was the end of the game? Possibly. I mean, there's always variables. The only consistent thing in life are variables, and that could be one of them. Um but at this point, it's 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 determined that it was accidental. However, uh, personally, myself, I want to look at the autopsy report to see what I see. Um, like I said, I know in the Weber case, I read the full first-page narrative before it got to the detective bureau. Um, all I can tell you is it was a lousy report. I mean... It had, you know, you have a body laying out in the parking lot, and um, the report mentions nothing about where the body was found, uh, any evidence collected, um, blood, uh, and the interesting thing about the Weber case was that he was found in a fetal position, which is not a normal <coughs> position when a person shot and falls or is pushed out of a car. The field position suggests that he was shot. However, regardless of how severe the injury was, he his physical anatomy was putting itself in a fetal position, like when we get sick. So <clears throat> I have questions about that. Um, and we'll get we'll get in and uh, you know we'll talk about that later in the. Uh, the, the second, um, the second um, part of the, uh, the case. Um, so, 
in this case, it's still undetermined. Uh, I'm going to see if I can get a copy of the, the autopsy report to take a look at it. Uh, a friend of mine had looked at, asked me to look at, at the case. Um, so, I mean, really what I'm going to base my final opinion on, and we could do another part of this or I can just add it in, is <clears throat> basically what the, um, you know, basically what the um, autopsy report says. Um, the parents believe that um, that there was an altercation that occurred at the bar. Uh, Harding, her, uh, Hard was got no confrontation with the bouncers. The injuries were sustained sustained by the bouncers. Uh, but I have to see the, the report to you know the autopsy report to see if if that if the injuries you know are. Um, similar to the um, claim that the parents were making, you know. Um, you know, you never know until you look at the paperwork and talk to people. So uh, that's what I'll be doing next. Um, you know, it's an interesting, it's interesting because the individual that is always making comments on these cases, uh, I'll get you his name right now. Always seems to um, find out what the hell I did with it. It's always claiming that um, that they're going to either solve the case or that there's nothing to the case, and that's uh, like I think he's a spokesman, maybe Patrol uh, Providence Police Major David Lapitan. You know, he had made some comments on the um, Roy Weber case about uh, the suspect shouldn't sleep at night. Well, I've learned a lot about that case since I've been talking to people. And um, when part two of the uh, Roy Weber case comes up, you're going to see why the conspiracy theories might not be such a conspiracy theory, but... You know, my, my take on his comment about the, uh, the Roy uh, Weber case was that, one, if they had a person of interest in mind, you know, after almost 20-something years, why isn't he arrested? My conclusion is they don't have a suspect. You know, they may, may think they have a person of interest, but if they had enough um, information or evidence to uh, link link the uh, person of interest to the case, they would have made an arrest already. I think that's just a, um, I, I, you know, myself, it's, I don't rely very heavily on that statement because why all of a sudden, why shouldn't this guy sleep, sleep at night? He's been sleeping at night for 20 years. So why is it, why shouldn't he sleep, sleep now? I mean, obviously nothing's been done. So, you know, why is he going to be any different now? Um, but to get back to uh, Gregory uh, Hard's, you know, uh, situation, um, you know, I, I I just don't see a 
23-year-old walking from a bar through the woods for a mile and just jumping into the water, falling into the water, which was a good 100, 100 feet off the, the, the beaten path. You know, I'm not saying that it couldn't have happened, but I just, I just myself wonder about the probability of it happening, that's all. I mean, it's not to really point fingers, it's just that I don't know how satisfied I, I would be with that type of, uh, with that type of, um, answer, so. But, this is episode 50 of, uh, Night Stalker, and this is dealing with the, uh, Gregory Hard, uh, accidental death, maybe they, they're considering it give you some more opinion on that once I, I get the autopsy report. I, I, I did have an opportunity to read Weber's um, report. Again, just like the police report for Weber. Um, <laughs> what the hell's going on? I mean, you know, it's very inconclusive. It was, uh, it, there was no definitive comments, uh, which is highly unusual. Like in the Ashby case, uh, everything. I mean, there were like 26 different entries of injuries and, and existing things. Uh, in, in Weber's homicide, there was nothing. It was a postage stamp. I mean, you know, you could have... Uh, um, yeah, there was just nothing there. And I've, I've honestly, for a homicide, even for being a patrolman that got there um, there's nothing in there no location nothing about evidence collected nothing about suspicious people in the area nothing about blood nothing about injuries um, nothing about anything you know so that that leads me to question or at least arrive with some suspicion about the report itself. So with that being said, this is episode 50. This is Michael C. Bouchard, the host of uh, the Night Stalker podcast. Hope to see you um, for episode 51. I was going to just cut off at 50 this year, but our uh, listener base is know, starting to grow pretty exponentially over the last couple of weeks uh, since we got away from our political ranting and our big box store ranting. I can't stand those people. They're all, they're all, not all people. Um, so until next time, remember, if you are in the dark room, dark alleyway, dark set of stairs, and you hear footsteps behind you, you better ask yourself first, what the hell am I doing here? And for some for a stupid reason... Well, you know, you saw the movie Saw, Jason, Freddy the 13th, Friday the 13th, Freddy Krueger, whatever the hell. So, you got to run and run like your ass is on fire and your head's catching. Until next time, I will see you.